like the end of the movie, the back half of it, it was just weird. Like there were, there was a scene where there was supposed to be a pin drop moment where they play the uh, Barbie world song. Right. But they cut that song completely from the movie, but they, they still say, they still say that moment. Come on Barbie. They, let's go. Party. And then they say, let's go party. And that, and then they don't play the song. So it's just like, know they were supposed to play the song. I saw an interview. I was reading an interview about it today. Why did they cut the song? Because of the Barbie movie? I don't know. Uh, I just thought it was, I thought it was like, why would they say that? It was so strange. And we are live with another episode of The Keeg Talks. Today, The Keeg Talks, The Flash. The CW show? No, the Flash movie that just came out. It is June 18th, 2023, and I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. And uh, this is the show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about a different geek topic every geek week. Obviously, this week is The Flash. And, uh, uh, you know, we got to talk about the movie that just came out. If you are watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, and if you are watching us live, you can see exactly who our guests are for this episode. But, you know, if you're not watching us live, you are listening to the podcast. And that is great. And that is wherever you get your podcast. We're, we're there. You can find the Keeg on all those different podcast platforms. Let me introduce our awesome guests for today. Uh, we haven't had them in, in a little bit. Uh, because he's a busy man. He's a working man. You know, we got Michael Mead, a.k.a. For the Love of Comics, a.k.a. Mike's Comic Life. Michael, how you doing, man? Hi, I'm great. Thank you again for having me on. Sorry, I've been forever. I miss it. I really do. I should just pop in every once in a while. Yeah, just, uh, you know, you're you know, you're always welcome. Of course. I know. I always have a blast here. I feel like like if there was a Mount Rushmore of the Keeg, like I think, I mean, you've been on the Keeg a lot. Like you'd be on. It gets better every Mount, time. So Mount Keegmore, time. you know. Yeah. Please make it Mount Keegmore. That'd be fun. Mount Keegmore. <laughs> uh, uh, so thanks uh, so much for being here again. Um, Thank you. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about the Flash, uh, the good, the we bad, sure and the ugly. You know. So thanks for being on this one. My honor. We also got Lex from Wednesday Poll, the Wednesday Poll list, aka Wednesday Poll. We got Lex. What's up, Lex? <laughs> Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, I'm happy to be back. I feel like I just I, saw you. So, so not only did uh, I mean we saw the Flash together when I was in Texas <laughs> this last week, um, mm -hmm. and so I mean we'll we'll get into the Flash movie and stuff. But I feel like like Lex, like maybe you're not on Mount Keegmore, but I feel like you're campaigning to be because yeah, recently, I'm working on it. <laughs> recently, I've had you on Comic Talk twice, two weeks in a row. And then I see you in yep. person, and then I'm like, yep. "Well, uh, let's talk about it on on the Keeg Talks, the Flash." So um, you're working your yeah, way. Yeah, I had a I had a feeling there was going to be a Mount Kigmore, so I figured I'd start uh, the Mad Dash. Yeah, campaigning. Yeah. So I'm here. Yeah, uh, the difference between Mount Rushmore and the and Mount Kigmore is that we don't take um, sacred Native American mountain ranges yeah. and carve our faces into it. We're not going to do that for Mount Kigmore. That's good. Um, that's probably, a, that's a plus. Yeah, we're probably gonna put Mount Keegmore on like the side of an old, uh, you know, hotel of a con man slash businessman 
that can't sell the property. You know? Please yeah. do. We're oh, gonna, so yeah. great. If oh. only I could find one, you know? Um, <laughs> you uh, so uh, The Flash, The Flash movie. Um, it's been a long, long road. Um, it's been 10 years, maybe, since they announced that they were going to do a Flash movie and mm-hmm. kept updating it, pushing it back, change of directors, whatever. We finally saw the Flash movie. And as we open up this episode, um, l- let's talk about our scores. Like right off yes. the bat, cold turkey, yeah. uh, you know, uh, not, it's not cold turkey. It's whatever. But the point Luke being is no warm up, no warm ups here. Uh, room what are you guys' scores, turkey. room temperature turkeys? What are you guys' scores for the Flash and why? And I'd like to preface this by saying the Keeg is a relatively positive podcast. It uh, doesn't mean mm-hmm. we love everything, and it doesn't mean we hate everything, and we're not a bunch of haters. Um, uh, we we don't we don't get our clicks and our views from clickbait hate stuff. Uh, that's you. not kind of yes. what we're all Thank about. You. And and I'm also yeah. me personally. I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. You know. Yeah. So I just wanted to preface that. Um, why am I saying it for this movie? I don't know. It applies to every movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you loved it, you loved it. And if you hated it, you hated it. And I'm not here to uh, convince anyone that they're wrong. I think but that I got applies my to all the fandoms that we love and celebrate, Dimitri. I, I, that's the reason I love being on your show is because you have such a positive attitude with it. And you bring everyone on here from different viewpoints. And they like things and they don't like things. And everyone can just talk about it and love it all together. And I think that's beautiful. Right. I really do. I think that's great. We might we might disagree on stuff. But... um um you know, th- there's a there's a respect for you guys and there's a respect for the yeah. people out there. You know, we have. I know on the show plenty of times we you and me have disagreed on yeah. storylines and characters and yeah. I'm still here. So you you keep getting ass back. So you getting ass back. Yeah. Uh all right. So what are our scores? So knowing the scores, I think Mike Michael should go first. Oh, yes. And then okay. we'll and then we'll go, go we'll go we'll go in a order um yeah so i i gave this we're obviously doing out of 10 yes dimitri out of 10 yeah we're doing out of 10 yes. 10 is the best gave, one is one is the least got it i with that being said i'm right in the middle with a five out of 10 for for this for this movie um and just a little present like a backstory on this is like i've been not feeling a lot of the superhero movies lately and i was and I was like, oh man, why is why is that not doing that? What is why am I not connecting with these superhero movies as, as as I used to? And I was like, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm not going. I was having some issues with myself, and I was like, I'm just not doing that for my own personal reasons. The movies aren't bad. I'm just not connecting with them. But then I saw Spider Verse, mm-hmm. right? I saw the new Spider Verse, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Yeah. I mean, I'm <laughs> going crazy on it. And then I saw the Flash. Uh, saw- quick question: Did you? Uh, what about Guardians? Because Guardians three. Yes. Uh, did you not like what, it? What about it? Um. Yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I don't think I could see it again, but not because the movie was bad, mm-hmm. because it was very. There's a lot of strong stuff in it that, especially yeah. with all like mm-hmm. the, the the animal stuff in there. Um, yeah. I just I just can't do it. Um, mm-hmm. but the movie, no, the movie was fun. The movie was good. It was a very good okay. ending to end to the story. Yes. Okay, I, I was just wondering how you, how you felt about because that because of that. Yeah, because of the heavy issues that they talk about in there, I just could, probably couldn't do it again. Um, for sure. But yeah, no, um, yeah, speaking of Spider-Verse, I just got super excited over it. I was like, oh, I've been re- rejuvenated with uh, my love of comic book movies and stuff like that. And I saw The Flash, and I just, uh, if, are we going into it now? Do I want to talk about why my I mean, my you, if you want to give give your quick 
yeah why sure. yeah why does your five exist we'll go into five, depth as we go throughout sure, this episode sure. but, yeah, I, uh, there is stuff i yeah. liked about it i want to get into that there is stuff i liked about it i just i just can't get past to be honest i just can't get past ezra miller i don't find his their their performance engaging yeah. to me i don't connect with them and, and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. there's not the flash that i, I would like so I, that's the biggest thing for me but there is some positives with ezra miller and i'll talk about with the positives that i liked yeah so yeah but yeah that, that's okay. the biggest reason that was the biggest reason you think that uh that the casting of Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller playing Barry is enough of a five point doc. Um, it's probably for the movie itself. From just taking it for the movie, probably not. There are other reasons for it. Uh, yeah. for my for my critique of it. Um, I was very confused about the CGI and that it was involved with <laughs> in it. Uh, so there was a lot of that, but obviously the, the, the pushback of the movie and like the, the placement of the movie where it's going in, like, do I invest in this movie compared to mm-hmm. when I'm going forward into the universe as a whole? But for the movie itself, like, I guess we'll get into the positives. The one thing I did like about Ezra Miller's performance is that they were allowed to be very emotionally vulnerable throughout the entire movie. And they cried a lot through the movie, which I liked and still was able to be that heroic hero at the end. I yeah. liked that. It showed strength, not just being a manly man, but like you can show that he, there was a lot of emotion in there. And I liked that part of it. Um, yeah. I think it's a lot of more of a personal thing is that I, I yeah. don't need the character to be exactly like the comic at all. Not at all. I just need to steal mm-hmm. an essence of it, a spirit of the character. And I don't yeah. think Ezra Miller gets that. And my, it's just in my opinion. I don't think they, 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 they found that it's definitely, it's definitely yeah. their own hero. In this episode, yeah. I mean, we will we will talk about, you know, all the things that people are, you know, talking about, as well as I, I think the history of Barry versus Wally, I think is a, yeah. a very interesting yeah. one in pop culture, because um, I have my opinions about that, but we'll we'll, we'll get to that. I'm going to I'm going to write down a note. Uh, Lex, please. Um, how do you feel? <clears throat> so I am going to rank this one. A 4.5. On our show, we just last night we just reviewed this movie and I was trying to remember what I rated it. No idea. Probably harsher than this, but <laughs> I, I saw a tweet that that I, that resonated with me. My the reason why it's below five for me is that it I don't know, there was a lot of forced. I feel like it was forced hype for the movie before it came out. You know, you had Stephen King talking about how, how much he loved it. You had Tom, you had all these weird actors going to see early screenings of it and talking about how it's the, one of the greatest movies they've ever seen before. And it just struck me as weird. And when I went to see the movie, it just stayed on par with the rest of the DCEU in terms of like, it had some really cool comic book moments but ultimately, as a film, it didn't stick the landing. You know, all of the bad that I that we'll talk about far outweighed the good for me. It it just stayed on par with the rest of the DCEU for me. There was a lot of cool comic book moments, but um, as a movie on the whole, it just didn't stick the landing. And and a lot of the bad that we're going to talk about for me just outweighs that good. And that's why it dips below the five. I was going to go with a four, but I mentioned there was a tweet from a friend of mine that I saw earlier today. His name's Evan at Evan uh, at Evan reads comics on Twitter. He had just seen the movie today and he was shocked at how he enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. And 
underneath it, underneath a tweet of him saying that he liked it, he had put all the criticisms, all the criticism about the movie is valid. The CGI is wonky. The cameos are disrespectful. Dark Flash is undercooked. Kara is underutilized. This movie, this is a movie that shouldn't exist, let alone work in any capacity, and it deserved to bomb at the box office. But I had a good time. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about it. <laughs> I mean, uh, we went to see the movie together, so it was it was fun. And yeah. there was there were funny moments in it. And we'll talk about the good in a second. But getting to to kind of hash it out with you afterwards added to the effect of like, oh, that was fun. I had fun watching that. I don't know if I would watch it again. I mean, I would probably, but I ended up having a good time seeing it. So that's kind of where it got that half a bump above <laughs> my harder score. But yeah. that's just where I'm at. So, Michael, you said uh, five and Lex put 4.5. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about this before the show. Uh, not that we changed our scores, but, you know, we talked about it. Uh, I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it a four out of ten. And I think part of that is not to say that there was nothing good about this movie. Because that was the case, I'd give it a one. Right? There yeah. were some uh, uh, good things. And, I mean, we'll go over our good things. But uh, as a whole... I thought it was utter nonsense and that's like me being <laughs> harsh. And I think you can have utter nonsense that is fun and has redeeming qualities, yep. but for the most part, it was utter nonsense. Like um, I think that if anyone's going to watch it, they should watch it on uh, uh streaming mm-hmm. when it eventually comes to max. Uh, but yeah. And, and yeah, like I am a comic book fan uh, and I love the flash as a conflict character. And as a cartoon character, um, but I'm trying not to let that cloud my thing. I'm I'm trying to look at it as a whole, but I also don't think mm-hmm. the the movie treated itself as a solo movie, right? Like I can't judge it, but as a movie, if they don't treat themselves as a singular, unified movie, yeah, it's yeah, I agree know, with them. They lent on a like they they were leaning on a lot. And so I'm going to give it a four and will I watch it again? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it on streaming to see if I can catch anything that I didn't catch, but I also don't think it's a super mm-hmm. smart movie either. So I don't think there are layers yeah. to be pulled back. Um, but there are good qualities, yeah. uh, good things about this, you know, um, uh, T3 media studios. What's up uh, out there? T3 says, uh, Hey guys. Uh, hey, Michael. Hey, Dimitri. How are you? I gave it a B. Uh, this is T3 on YouTube. Um, uh, it was fun. I hated the CJ or no, the CGI. There's a correction there and the ending, but it made me smile. It was a mess that made me smile. Lol. Yeah. 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 And and like I said before, mm-hmm. in like the beginning of this episode is that like, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. I am. I a little perplexed by some people's high grades. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I am perplexed. Do I think that so they're? I. Do I think they're being paid by Warner Brothers? No, I don't think that no. people who say, "Yeah, like uh, Chris over at T three, like, is he getting paid by Warner Brothers to give it a B?" No, he just enjoyed it and they gave you know no. gave it a B. Um, but I, I do want to read out um, so, uh, the percentages. I just did a quick Instagram poll on the Keeg, and um, um, seventeen. 
let's deal with percentages. 17% gave it an A, 25% gave it a B, 17% gave it a C, and 42% gave it a D slash F. I was only given four options on this poll, so I did D and F is the same. So sure. 17, 25, 17, 42. Um, mm. So, you know, roughly half of the people, it's below the line. And the other half seems to be very high above the line, uh, which I think is very interesting. And yeah, don't, um, don't get wrong, yeah. Dimitri. Like my, uh, when I, I'm, I'm very obviously very much on the comic side. So that's yeah. kind of where my perspective comes from. But the yeah. big group that I went with uh to go see it um didn't doesn't read comics at all so um they kind of had a very similar perspective like that's why it's also very confusing to me where a lot of these uh big creators and and critics are giving it very high uh Mm -hmm. ratings and when i you know see obviously rotten tomatoes too even the critics on there was giving uh, high ratings which usually they don't and so that was that was very confusing to me it was a pretty average comic book movie uh with a lot of if you take it, all the stuff going on, the drama outside the the movie itself, like w- with that included, like it just seemed like it was very confusing why it was so high rating wise. So for sure, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna get to positive stuff, uh, but <laughs> yeah, when, I do too. I do too. <laughs> I think there's a lot of things. There's expectations that are involved with this movie, um, and then there's also like um, the fact that like. DC does hits and misses when it comes to their their movies and a lot of people just kind of they just want a good movie so like they might either rate it really low because DC's string of movies or high because they liked it better than DC's string of movies like like it's hard to stay unbiased because none of us are unbiased but like you know when people compare to Marvel movies uh i don't think this 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 does not rank higher than quantum mania it doesn't even ha- rank higher than thor love and thunder to me um i, I just i'm confused and i'm a they, huge flash fan i'm a huge flash fan but no. i've just been seeing yeah. a lot of the the like the taglines in a lot of these uh reviews is that I've, it's they're like it's the greatest superhero movie ever mm-hmm. like yeah okay like, I, don't, I don't agree with that and like maybe maybe that was my yeah. fault for looking into those too much because i think it may walking out of it i try to like have like some self re- uh reflection uh maybe i did get super excited over it because i kept seeing people say this is the best superhero movie ever and so i was like okay mm-hmm. fantastic i've been wanting a big d i was talking to like here a second ago big dc fan i really am like i love marvel like no joke but i, I want a good dc movie i want it so bad dimitri and so maybe i was like hyping this movie a little too much for myself maybe that's where that low expectation comes from yeah um um something that you touched on is that like who is saying it's good and who is saying it's bad i i think it's uh, utterly cynical of people to be like people who uh, you know, look at Marvel movies and they're like, oh, Disney must be paying these people to say good things. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, must be paying people to say bad things about DC movies. It, it doesn't work that way, you know? Um, yeah, no. Uh, but like, none of, like, yeah, even, even when we get free stuff, um, in me and my minimal level on the totem pole, uh, when I do get to see screenings for movies, they say, whatever you say about the movie has to be you and you alone. Like, if you want to say something bad, you can say something bad. Like you have to 
you you have to be honest. We are not paying you for this. We're not giving you a free screening so that you just say good things, you know? Um, yeah. But the point being is that like, yeah, this isn't me taking Disney money to talk bad about the flesh. Um, but I, oh, but I do think <laughs> there are behind the scenes stuff that forces certain executives to mm-hmm. hold their tongue. And we can get into it later. I think James Gunn saying good things about this movie is James Gunn being the executive now and not yeah, understanding that like it's his job. He's at work. It's his job. He <laughs> yeah. has to, he has to say yeah. that these movies are good. Even if he didn't have a hand yeah. in any of these, some people are already blaming James Gunn. They're saying, Oh, this is what happens when James Gunn takes over. Yeah. He had nothing what? to do with the It's so crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. I just, I was just talking to a guy today that went on a rant about, how James Gunn and Saffron are just ruining the DC universe now. And I'm like, this movie is, was done already, man. And a, and a version of it was done already. Yeah. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So but I agree with what you said, like for it to not stand up on its own. So I had posted my string of uh, thoughts on the movie and it's funny because a lot of the people that love the movie, their reactions there the responses were uh, i don't know man i really liked it this movie gave us the best batman scenes that we've gotten in live action and I, and i'm like yeah that's cool man but this is a flash movie like, <laughs> what did you like about yeah. what did you like about flash <laughs> like yeah it's yeah. cool we saw the uh, 30 supermen but this is a flash movie what specifically about the flash <laughs> did you like and i haven't got a single answer about it yet so I just think it's it's weird that this movie was propped up by so many different pieces. Um, and I know I want to get into the positives, but I just thought that, you know, just with the reactions online, it just seems strange to me. I don't understand it. And I'm really not trying. Sometimes I do get online and I like to poke the bear, but I'm being genuine with my review of this movie, not trying to be mean, not trying to troll. I'm, I'm really trying to get into that perspective of someone that loves this movie. I don't uh, because I just I don't see it. I would love to see it from that view. I really would. I, I think something that people have pointed out about you know uh, uh, content creators and whatnot. There are content creators that are looking for cohesive movies and want to be critical about it, whether they're good or they're bad. If you yeah. they're a cohesive movie, you know that's how they they want to treat it. And then there's other people who look at these type of things and they want moments. They want a slideshow. Yeah. They want a clip. Like they want to be able to to edit just just those cool moments together, and like that's their A movie, right? Like they that was want this those movie moments. <laughs> like yeah, that's what could I was you looking for. could you make a cool montage on YouTube by taking some of these scenes together and putting them to, like oh, yeah, yeah you can do a, a cool thousand percent. <laughs> but what is the story? How and not just the story because the story can be in I a written medium the story and just the use of the medium of film. Like, how are we doing this? You know, Um, we're going to talk about the story. I mean, the thing that bugged me, I think the most, if we're talking just for the flash part of it is uh, the fact that this was obviously set up for a sequel because we don't get the spoiler alert. We don't get the answer to who killed his mom. Right. He did this. Right. Yeah. I was so, I was so annoyed by that. (laughs) Well, annoyed. So oh my God. it's funny you bring that up because yes, it was supposed to like, we never get the answer who, who did that. Like, that's the thing. It doesn't stand alone as its its own cohesive no, movie. But then also 
you you say it as they were setting up for a sequel. They were in part of the movie because this movie is a collage of a lot of things. Sure, like sure. it is, yeah, it is it's not like multiple one versions. Yeah, that they rewrites made rewrites and reshoots and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that final scene with you know the cameo that gets out of the car, which we'll go over. But like that to me, I, I was telling Lex that to me was them saying this isn't going to have a sequel. This is. This is yeah, absolutely yeah. Of, this is the end of Michael Jackson's thriller where he goes and then his <laughs> eyes light up and it's like that's the twist it's a twilight zone episode sure that that's is it. yeah that's you know it. what I mean that is it there's no sequel there's no sequel to thriller a lot of those twilight zone episodes don't get sequels this that end scene was them being like what's the next one going to be him trying to not have that I don't think so. It was just <sighs> see that's that's so crazy to me because I mean like how then where do you go from here with you don't. With, with with that movie like you don't, you don't with the, go with anywhere. the character <laughs> with the character like is that yeah. you just ignore that now like okay that's done now but then yeah. what about the what what then why could we have that end credit scene just to set up oh Aquaman is in this universe here we go like that's we'll what talk I took about, from yeah, that we'll, thing. yeah I mean we'll, we'll that talk was the about worst that. end credit scene I've ever seen in my life no yeah. joke I have never <laughs> no joke. I yeah that was the worst because. Maybe I was talking about with Lex. You, or no, 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 no. I was talking about with uh, my roommate, uh, who Justice, Jay likes comics. Um, I was talking to him, trying not to spoil anything before he see, sees the movie. James Gunn does a lot of like non sequitur post-credit sequences where it's like, oh, it's kind of just for fun. It'll be like, oh, here's Drax doing the laundry. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's not, there's not Easter eggs or anything. It's just Drax here's Drax ordering from Starbucks. I'm like, okay, cool. At least that's funny and good. That final... Yeah, that would be funny if it didn't have Aquaman in it. Like, what like, was what? the point of that? I, I just took it as James Gunn wanted to make sure that everyone realized that Aquaman is still in this universe. And you there will I can't wait to talk about I can't wait to talk about this because it was, right. it, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. We are, the whole... struggling. We are struggling to... Uh, we're gonna we're, we got to get on to this let's take some good stuff uh yes, real quick though stuff. real yeah. quick though uh brent uh in on on youtube uh in our chat says is going to do well is it going to do well enough at the box office uh first that's not even the complete sentence but no it's not doing well um that the executives feel justified in pushing this forward and not with batgirl that's also a thing i don't want to rant about this i can rant about this uh at the end of the episode, I am super pissed. Added, I'm an added level of super pissed that they cut Batgirl because they said it was un unwatchable or whatever they said yeah. about Batgirl. That's so hard for me to believe. That's so hard for me to believe. I can't believe it. Can't Fraser. Believe. And with seeing with seeing Keaton in this, he's in Batgirl too. With Keaton like, would have been with yeah. Batgirl. Oh my god, this movie that movie would have been great. Like it's hard for yeah. me to believe that it's unwatchable. Right, I'm sure it would have uh, not like an more so theme. than this. Yeah, I would have like an indie. They would have made more budget. Money. I get that, but like unwatchable? No, absolutely, would have made more money. They would have made more money off a of Batgirl than this. This is going to lose them money in the box office. Box office wise, yeah. I just saw something this morning about this. Is this true? I, I didn't look it up whether it's true. Like, it did it make less opening day than Black Adam? Uh, is that true? I didn't look it up. But I saw someone talk the, about that. So the Flash uh, is estimated to have sixty-four million through mon- through the holiday Monday, so Monday included. It, it it's grossed fifty-five point one million, and it's ho- like they're hoping to get even more people on Monday. But um, 
Sure. Yeah, I was just talking about the opening night. He, he said nothing about the weekend. They're just like opening yeah. night sales. It, 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 Black it's... Adam did better. I didn't look it up whether that's true or yes. not, but it would. Yeah, yeah. 24.5 million to 26.6 million for opening day. Thursday and Friday grosses. So Black Adam opened higher. Black Adam opened um, higher. Got it. So uh, things are really wild right now. By the way, just a side note, go see Elemental. Um, oh my God, I saw, go see Elemental. Yeah. I, I saw Elemental this weekend. And I think if you have to choose between one movie or the other, I would say go, go see Elemental. Um, That's kind Elemental of hard in the comic is, fan to say. Oh my God. Uh, Elemental. Mm is is their low is pixar's lowest opening weekend and i'm I, i'm i'm sad because i thought it was good i i didn't know it came it is, out it That's, is good it was it so weird good. i didn't yeah. know it came out i, I was talking to my wife about that today she, yeah because we'd wanted yeah. we wanted to see it and i was like i don't know when it comes out and then we looked it up and it had been out all weekend yeah. <laughs> so there might there might be an added tomorrow. thing that, that disney movies are making less in the box office now because everybody has disney plus and people are just going to watch it on Disney yeah. Plus for a whole family. It's a whole family's worth of movie tickets. I think they'd rather just watch it on Disney Plus. I think Disney Plus might be hurting Disney's box office uh, revenue. Probably. As I can see to, that, especially if they're not pouring to, the money into the marketing. They're not. That's a, yeah, it's true. They're not. Yeah. So, okay. Um, uh, so Batgirl, yes. Um, um, okay. Let's talk about the good stuff. Let's good talk stuff. about the good stuff in this movie. Good um, stuff. There, there were some really cool moments, and and something that if I if I may quote Speed Force Life on TikTok, uh, he was uh-huh. in my in my comments. He said he liked the movie because he got to see a lot of powers that the Flash has not shown before. Like he got to see we got to see flat uh, Flash powers on on the big screen, which was like amazing, right? And he explained that them, and I great. liked I liked that about it. He ex- mm-hmm. they uh, the Flash explained his powers and different powers. Like you see the the, li- the lightning tornado that he does. He does that in the comics too, which I loved. The phasing yeah. and explaining the, where the how the molecules uh, yeah. speed up that faster cool. than the uh, that was cool. That was I cool. liked that. I li- especially if they explained it because I think they don't explain that enough. That Barry is very smart and in a detective himself. He's a forensic um, uh, scientist he's a forensic scientist. In, in investigator yeah. right so yeah. like yeah he, he is also a detective like he should be looking for these um finding these clues as well and i think mm-hmm. they were finally starting to do that at least and i liked that yeah um i i liked the moment where he phases and you see the atoms yeah. phase through i surprisingly liked it i thought it was would have been cheap like if it was done differently i think it would have been cheesy I thought it worked. It was just the right amount of time. I thought. I don't know, Lex. Yeah. You got something to say about yep. that? No, I liked it. And I liked most, yeah, all of that stuff. Him using his powers, even the way he ran and the way they showed him in the speed force, opposed to like the CW sort of hummingbird running style. And there's no, I'm not saying I prefer one to the other. I think it's cool to see both versions of that. I just mm-hmm. liked the way that they did it in this movie and in, in, in a movie where I'm sure we'll talk about the CGI and okay. all of that stuff really stood out as a positive. Right. So that was um, cool. I think that they created, uh, I think that they were trying to separate themselves from yes, the flash TV show mm-hmm. that went nine seasons. Like they just yeah. finished their ninth season. And I have my, my positives and negatives about the flash CW show, but in the end of the day, what gets the character in front of the most people and the most kids? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, 
what gets people to know the names of Barry Allen, Iris West, right? Like who, yeah. like the, the names of their, their villains. The CW show moved a lot of weight. You yeah, know, I completely yeah. agree with that. Um, for sure. But and Grant uh, Gustin played a very good Barry, in my opinion. I liked Gustin did. as as he was a very solid Barry. Yeah, I mean, not yeah. not world changing, not genre no, no, changing, no. but like he did his job. Solid, yeah. He did his yeah, job. Pretty solid Barry. You know, I don't think he will forever be the iconic Barry for all time. But it's just I I'm not mixing him up with like Grant Gustin's interpretation of Barry compared to Ezra, Ezra Miller's. Yeah, interpretation of Barry. I'm not mixing him up with Wally. Like I see more of mm-hmm. Wally in Ezra's interpretation rather than Greg Gustin. I see more of Barry, and I think that's the frustrating mm-hmm. part of me for 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 me at least. Wally or Impulse because or Impulse. Well, yeah, exactly. The, the the past version of him was young Barry. Barry. Oh, yeah, young was Barry was, yeah, was yeah yeah was Impulse, yeah. He was Bart. Right? It was Bart Allen for sure. Uh, which I'm I'm fine with. I I'm fine with because then you get to show through the writing through the film that like. Oh, this character has grown through the acquisition of his powers. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, there are funny moments. There are uh yeah, uh I agree. I think it's in the first half. The funny moments I think are in the first half, right? Because mm-hmm. then it gets Snyder mm, Yeah. It gets Snyder Versi, right? Yeah. And there was like some and the third, like the end of the movie, the back half of it, it was just yeah. weird. Like there were there was a scene where there was supposed to be a pin drop moment where they play the uh Barbie World song, right? But they cut that song completely from the movie, but they, they still say they still say that moment. Come on, Barbie, they, let's go party. And then, they say, let's go party. And that and then they don't play the song. So it's just How do you like know they why? were supposed to play the song. I saw an interview. I was reading an interview about it today. Why did they cut the song? Because of the Barbie movie? I don't know. Uh, I just all- thought it was I thought it was like, why would they well, say that? It was so strange. Maybe no one's allowed to use that song. Was it Barbie? Yeah. Movie? I hear it doesn't have that song in there either. Well, no. no. Now they do. Now they do. Oh, because, do, do they now? Yeah. Side note about this. Uh, there was a song in the 90s called uh, I'm a Barbie Girl or whatever by, <laughs> yeah. by the band Aqua. Problem is, yeah. is Aqua got sued by Mattel or whoever Barbie. owns yeah. Barbie. Um, because, But then they said it's a parody. It's a parody of Barbie, so parody laws can be intact. Anyway, Mattel and Aqua had a falling out because of that. And so people were saying that, like, because of that lawsuit, that this new Barbie movie would not use the Aqua song because people really want to hear the Aqua song in the Barbie movie. And then people were like, well, that's not going to happen. Well, turns out Nicki Minaj came out with a new one that samples the Aqua song, I believe. And Mm. through that, that song is on the on the movie. Smart. As, that's it. as far as I know. That is, that is, that is us talking about Barbie on the Flash movie podcast. But, yeah. you know. Well, there was just there was just a lot of weird moments like that in the beginning. Yeah. I thought there was a lot of of solid comedy. We talked about it after the movie, but the introduction of Michael Keaton's Batman as this like crazy hermit retired superhero might still might be my favorite scene in that whole movie. And just not just because Michael Keaton, I'm not going to be one of those people that say, I love Michael Keaton so much. That's why. But, you know, you get to see Barry living without his powers still like reacting like he has his powers, but getting hit in the head with a bottle and just getting the crap beat out of him. And then you have young Barry that has only had his powers for a few hours and just instinctually 
using them. It was yeah. just a cool moment to see all of that stuff happening together. And we didn't, that slowly start, stopped happening throughout the rest of the movie. Like the cohesiveness just slowly started to fade away as we went on. And, and the, like I said, the humor was just good in the first half. Subtle, kind of stupid, yeah. but it was funny. Yeah. Um, when when Barry doesn't have his powers and he's, he's oh my god, I was like, like that's this. stupid, but it was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was a funny moment. Yeah. Or trying to run through the wall. I get it. You know, um, it's great. Yeah, uh, running through the wall. That was funny. It's like okay, cool. Yes. What is what happens when a when a man who has you know superhuman powers gets it taken? You know, gets it taken away. Yeah. What happens? Yeah, or when Young Barry realizes he has powers and does the Speedy Gonzalez thing, I, I thought that was great because we didn't yeah, really yeah. see, we never saw Barry Allen get his powers in the DCEU. He just kind of already had them. Yeah, right. So for me, right. it was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I did that too. I did the same stupid thing. <laughs> and it was <laughs> it, it spiraled into chaos. And I thought it was great because, yeah, that's what would happen with someone that, instantly got super speed that had no idea like okay i need to pause and be strategic about this he just bounced off the walls it was hilarious i definitely think this movie was a scrapbook of different ideas it was yeah. so it, like i don't think anyone can argue that it was cohesive i think even if you give it no, an no. a it's like okay this was not a cohesive movie but at the no, same time no. like um like the the scene where where young Barry runs out and his clothes burn off and like bad things happen, I thought was funny. Like yeah. the blackouts, the whatever, great. This is these are flash concepts, right? This is a specific mm -hmm. flash moment, not necessarily from the comics or whatever, but this is yeah. about him as the Flash. He gets his yeah. powers, doesn't know how to control it. Funny things happen. That's great. Yeah, and it secretly, like I said, gives us that not Barry origin story, but we never got a Barry Allen origin story. So we kind of get a, an offhanded glimpse at him getting his powers essentially for the first time. And in like a backhanded way, like him phasing through the ground. Genius. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Yeah. <laughs> They're not reinventing the wheel with some of these. Things. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. But it's, it's like a checklist of flash. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> a checklist of flash antics. Right. I mean, it, it'd be similar to Spider-Man learning how to swing for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's gonna, it's gonna be fun and crazy and learning to use a spidey sense. And like, you know, the Flash kind of has that that similar kind of thing about him. Um, this movie does, in order to, I think, separate itself from other, uh, you know, Flash, uh, you know, projects, it comes up with a new amount of powers and weaknesses, right? Like it creates mm -hmm. new rules for his powers. The first thing we see is that he needs the calories to run. Yes. Like yeah, I thought that was cool. It's not just a, it's not just a, um, like he's hungry. It's, it's that literal his, fuel. He will, yeah, yeah. He needs to fuel literal fuel. Himself. It's like filling up your car tank. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Your tank, you're not going anywhere. Right. And he keeps track of it with his watch. That makes sense. You know? Um, I did like the suit. I did like the new suit. Mm. I like that it came out of the ring. I did enjoy the new suit. 
that grew on me. I liked there were funny better moments than, with that. I liked it better than the Snyder, uh, the Justice League version, mm. where it's like instead of the armor. Yeah, the armor, but also, I mean, we, we'll bring it to the CGI in a little bit that it doesn't always work with the CGI. Like it looks oh, no, like a CGI body, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, totally. But like, it is the closest thing we've gotten to a physical speed force costume. Yeah. You know, like in the comics, Wally uses literal speed force energy to make a costume around himself. Yeah. You know, and sure, this is the deflatable one, but it looked the closest to it. Um, mm-hmm. fun, funny moment is the 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 uniform coming out of the ring and he doesn't change yeah. into it and it just kind of yeah. pops. Yeah. Funny, funny moment. Funny. Again, I think that the 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 movie is best when they're they it's just the flash, I think. When it's the flash being the flash, the flash story. Um the moment at the end I cried when he finally he says goodbye to his mother. I cried. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. good. That was a quality moment. That might have been my favorite moment of the movie. No, it I was think I mentioned simple. that. It just says the yeah. the emotional moments were very key, and I, I think that was that was very special and very needed as well. I think they were really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Justice League being at the beginning was fine because it it showed yeah. you know Barry in that world as a superhero, like doing his thing. But as it progressed to him changing the timeline, being stuck in the past with his younger self, I I feel like adding in, I don't know, adding in the Man Man of Steel subplot was just like, what? Why are right. why why is Zod here? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Right. Right. It was just they, weird to me that they added an entire subplot of the Man of Steel movie in this Flash movie. Right. It's uh, weird, man. Also, like in the multiverse that is our in our lived multiverse, there is a version of this movie that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it might have been a movie that that just hinged on uh the Reverse Flash being the villain. You know, yeah, and- I, I think that would make a lot more sense if they just would have stuck with. Because it seems like that's where they were probably going with this instead of Dark yeah. Flash. Like, uh, I'm assuming we can just talk about the whole movie. But like, yeah. it, um, it would have made more sense. But I mean, that was an element of the Flashpoint comic, right? Which they had uh, some reference on. You know how Barry, mainstream Barry, got his powers back was very Flashpoint. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I like the addedness of Supergirl. Like. Michael Keaton and Supergirl, like Batman and Superman of that world were things that like really I loved about that movie. I think Supergirl was extremely underused. I liked her interpretation of her and I liked her, what um, everything that she brought to it. Michael Keaton's Batman was phenomenal, but I, I walked out of that movie very confused because I was very upset at the movie, you know, but then also I was very happy. Mm-hmm. I was wondering why I was like, oh, Michael Keaton. I love Michael Keaton's Batman and Supergirl. And I liked that, that element of it. But I was like, well, is that more nostalgia value? factor than actual like good movie like so that, that was a big thing that I was playing with for the past few days as well um but yeah i yeah, thought I it was that. really good i think for people who wanted michael keaton in the suit again i can't blame you i i but i will point people to the batman 89 comic which takes place after batman returns batman mm-hmm. uh, the batman 89 comic Sure, it isn't Michael Keaton as an actor, but it is his character of Bruce Wayne. And 
kind of what a third movie story could have been. Um, With Robin? I would recommend people, if they want to live in that universe, and I'm still not convinced that this multiversal string, the spaghetti, was actually the sequel to Batman 89 and Batman Returns. I don't think so. Like, mm. I don't believe that. Um, well, at the I end of the movie, we we learned that it's the, it's actually the sequel to Batman and Robin <laughs> through a different multiversal <laughs> skew, right? Through a different yeah. multiversal. Uh... But I don't, but I don't think it's a sequel to that universe. It, I don't think it takes place in that same continuity. It just brought the actor yeah. in to play Batman because I'm sure there are multiple timelines in which Michael Keaton plays a different version of Batman, and that's okay. Because yeah, it's so yeah. confusing. Because at the end credit scene. It's implying that Aquaman, this is the whole universe is fine, except for Bruce is different, right? At least of what we've seen mm-hmm. so far. And right. so he's just now George Clooney. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, With a beard. Well, yeah, me and, me and Dimitri talked about that. And I'm just saying that, well, essentially in my head canon, what this means is that the entire DCU just gets shoved into the Schumacher Clooney universe now. And that's it. That's where they're they're putting them there. They're burying it. And it's... Aquaman exists with Chris O'Donnell and George Clooney and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And they just exist there now. And that's it. But, but I mean, the end. Can, but can you, because isn't, I, I thought from what I was reading, I thought that, uh, was it Aquaman 2 is still in the new, it's coming. new well, world no, we have? They, there not? are arguments one way or then another. Why have that end scene then? Why did it throw yeah. that Because in? the movie is still coming out and that's the thing. Even though James Gunn you has to remind people the that the movie's coming out or Aquaman, the movie still has to come out and he can't talk uh-huh. bad about it. He can't. That's his yeah. job. So all these people who are involved in the project can't talk bad because the movie still needs to make money in the box office. You can't. And that end credit scene remind, reminded people that Aquaman is still <laughs> coming like out. Jason Momoa is still Aquaman, though. Yeah. For now. The, that so what, what you're telling me is that Aquaman 2 has nothing to do with what James Gunn is doing. They're not, uh, not going to have that in. Uh, I don't think so. That, Nobody knows me? whether Jason Momoa will continue being Aquaman in the new Gunniverse. I would, I'm going to say that Gunniverse? he's he's probably going to be Lobo in the DCU. Just to show that things are different. Yeah, that's what I that's what I believe from some of the things that I've heard. Yeah. And again, Aquaman 2 is set in the Schumacher universe. So I don't let's just, I let's don't, just watch listen, it. I also don't it. think that. I don't think that George Clooney, that George Clooney Batman is the same Batman yeah. that was in Batman and Robin. I just think it's just me being hopeful. As, yeah, because I love, I love that movie. I also, I would love to see what that Clooney looks like in the suit now because he has a beard. And I don't think that Batman would have a beard. I would love a full mask Batman. Yeah. Sure. sure. I mean, that's just, I mean, you know, the comic book fan in me, like... Well, Batman, Batman White Knight had, had uh, Sean Gordon Murphy's Batman had a beard with his cow. He did. He did. I can rock that mm-hmm. one. Old yeah, Batman. Maybe. That's why exactly what I thought when I was walking out of that movie, too. Sean but, like, none of White these Knight's multiversal ships make a younger Batman. Batman like, and Robin and Flash. That's I the know. next movie. But, <laughs> I mean, we have the director of Flash doing the new Brave and Bold movie, right? So... Is that going oh, to be God. a younger Batman? Because you can't. I don't think you can. Can you have an old old Batman with a young Superman? Because that's not the next Superman's going to be younger, right? Here, so like, here, mm-hmm. yeah. Here are my theories. Uh, with the upcoming upcoming Gunners. That's all right? the thing with short and grown movies. Speaking of the White Knight, that's how it is in the White Knight. 
Yeah, young he's, he's a young, old Batman, but you have a young, very young. Superman. You got a, you got a fresh, yeah. fresh off the farm Superman. I don't think it's gonna be the case. I personally believe that everything in this phase one of gods and monsters, I believe, is what they're calling it, right? Uh, of this new DC universe, uh, will take place not chronologically. Mm-hmm. that is my opinion my opinion is that you can have an actor who plays superman play young superman versus 20 years from now superman and have it be the same actor because it's superman i think superman legacy will take place in the past batman yep. brave and the bold would take place in the now mm. and if james gunn is smart and i think he is he will have a plot thread that's kind of like superman batman world's finest the comic where there will be a plot from the past that will extend into the present day. I think that there will be plot very, that could that could that's very dangerous though, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. To to do it to do something like that, that can be very confusing. You have a singular your, just your your just your mainstream audience doing mm-hmm. something like that might be very confusing. I don't I, I think that James Gunn could do it. For example, when I mean plot points that extend from the past to the future, it could mean that in Batman Brave and the Bold, that you know, they mention hey, uh, ever since that, that you know, that incident that happened with Superman, like the government has started up this program. And it's like, okay, what's the incident? In the pro- And then we got to watch a sequel to Superman Legacy to figure that out. Like, okay, whatever. It's just like small things here and there. Mm-hmm. So just, just Superman Legacy, you'd say, might take a place in the past? Because Blue Beetle is going to probably be in the present too. And James Gunn was just saying that yeah. Blue Beetle is like, that's the, here we go. Yeah, that's the first. Yeah. That's the yeah. first movie in the new universe. Yeah. Right, but I think Creature Commandos, they're doing an animated show or an animated movie or show, but then they're going to do a live-action version with those characters. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, why they cast other... actors that can play the live-action version. So the, the animated one will be like in the past and the that's present will be the, the live-action one? Sure, I can see that happening, sure. Yeah. I, I, I think that Marvel has taken, you know, uh, I think James Gunn has seen things from all sides and I think that he can he can pull off a phase that isn't always in phase with itself but it's in yeah. continuity you know because you just need one person to have that singular vision he's going to be plotting things for the next four years well I, I think his contract's three or four years hmm. and we haven't even seen all the movies in phase one yet that he announced they said that no too. only half of them yeah so there's gonna be more in there i'm hoping still for constantine too you think that's gonna be in there mm. if he can make it fit within his vision just like dark but it's, i mean that sounds like it fits with the gods and monsters yeah 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 um i think though that uh this this flash movie closes this dead timeline it if is that's a dead true, timeline then yeah aquaman 2 is going to be a terrible at the box office then well yeah. who's gonna i heard about it was movie? yeah i've heard going it was bad. Into his, first off the movie's gonna be bad but who there's nothing coming out of this who who cares anymore yeah, and I think that was a problem audience. with this movie as well. People knew that like they're shaking things up at DC, so people were like, "Yeah, do I really care about the What's Flash?" The point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my 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 one sentence like pull quote about the movie was the Flash was the perfect nail in the coffin of the DCEU. Like it stayed the course with the rest of the movies. It was fun, and it, it ended it in a weird way. Yeah, it ended just, in a weird way. A weird way. Yeah. A, we- a mess so of an ending just, to a messy timeline, you know? Yeah. Just charge it to Bruce Wayne's back card and leave him in the colony. Never leave the- 
okay without it, man. <laughs> uh, how do you, you guys feel about the small change? And I, I thought this was a good thing. That the Flash can't move organic things super fast. He can only, he can move bullets out of the way, but he can't it move makes sense. out of the way the bullet. I liked it. It makes things It makes though. sense. And it was funny to, it was funny to see. Yeah. It was funny because when he moved him, he was like, what did you just do? And it was a <laughs> pause because for me, I was like, oh yeah, he just mentioned that, or he mentioned earlier that you can't move organic materials. And then yeah. instantly just started vomiting, <laughs> like violently vomiting. Right. Uh, I well, thought it was great, man. Because when Lex and I were, were, were watching it, I turned to Lex and I was like, why couldn't he run younger Barry to the place? Yeah. yeah. How did he save all those babies then? He didn't. I guess he was just, he did. No, he was pushing around. He was creating a safe environment. That's right. That's right. That makes sense. Uh, Let's talk about that scene because that's going to, this is going to, this is going to move us into the big thing. Uh, The baby falling scene was like, this whole movie was Looney Tunes. It was Looney Tunes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean that both as a noun and as an adjective. It was sure. Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, how'd you guys like the baby, the baby scene? It was so much, man. I'll say it was imaginative. I would have liked it if the mm-hmm. CGI was better. I think it was all cartoony. Uh, you know, and some people are <laughs> some people have mixed feelings about it because Ezra Miller in their personal life is such a menace to <laughs> just society and younger people and things like that. And so uh, I get that. And, and me watching the movie and and reviewing, it has no, you know, no, I'm not condoning his or their lifestyle at all, but I thought it was fine. It was imaginative. It was a lot. Very cartoony. It was very very cartoony. It's just hard to really give it. It's, you know, just praise when, uh, this movie had to go through a ridiculous amount of edits. They pushed it back a ridiculous amount of time. They had a lot of time to fix all the CGI, and it wasn't. Uh-huh. I hear like this. This looked exactly the same how it was previewed months ago, right? Uh-huh. Like same. I, I don't think they were going to put more funding into it. That's the thing. I think at a certain point it's they clear. Cut it's very clear it's, yeah, that no, they it's very, could yeah, not. You're completely, yeah, you're completely right, Demetri. Yes, <laughs> they, they could they not. Put more money. Um, I just I want to I want to bring just be up one how less many... thing to complain about and. Yeah. probably would have done it i mean with with more praise out of it they might have got more people to get and go see it i don't know like and it was right. such a big thing i agree it was such yeah. a huge chunk of the movie was cgi and that's why i think it's weird to to not want to put yeah, a little bit more into it 2023 when original jurassic park in the 90s still had better cgi than this one like, well i was i was talking to my buddy about it yesterday and there were scenes where both berries were next to each other and younger berries face would like do a weird thing. And I'm like, it's 2023, like Michael said, and there's no way that the parent trap in the nineties convinced me that there were legitimately (laughs) Lindsay Lohan and her twin sister. Oh my God. Right. And then the original parent trap also did the same thing. And we can't yeah. do it in this million, multi-million dollar movie. I don't. There's no excuse in that instance. I, I think it's because they ran out of money and they're like, let's fix it in post. And for anyone yeah. who is a filmmaker who 
knows let's fix it in post that tends to be an executive decision and not a filmmaker's decision because a filmmaker's (laughs) decision is let's plan for it in pre-production let's do it in in production and let's whatever like let's use post for post but it's more yeah it's more like tweaking in post rather than fixing in post (laughs) yeah you don't fix problems in in post the goal Mm -hmm. is not to have problems uh and it tends to be an executive decision hey we're pulling the plug take what you have and fix it in post in and, and I, ha- I i hate to keep bringing up back girl but it's like you have that movie that was essentially completely done and yeah. then you have this movie that even after i saw it in theaters did not look completely done <laughs> and you scrap that one i just don't understand man i don't either man i really don't it it doesn't it doesn't make any sense other than i i personally think there are a lot of things behind the scenes that it's they are not be. telling us that they are yeah. brushing over that but that's what people out there don't realize is that like yeah. i don't know if anyone has worked for a company before but like like media companies newspapers dare i say churches they yeah. don't say when people get fired why exactly they're fired sure yeah and they you also have investors you know, and things like that that you have to answer to that essentially have nothing to do with the film industry but those people will demand their money especially after 10 years <laughs> and it looks like this movie isn't going to come out they're they're like yeah, no this movie is coming out we're going to make something back uh, there's just so many different levels of behind the scenes like you said that just casual movie fans don't even take into consideration yeah uh, um, with something of this magnitude I, I just want, I'm going to give a quick rundown of just the history of, of this, yeah. this thing. So wait. in yeah, general, they yeah. wanted to make, they wanted to make a flash movie since the eighties because they made the flash sure. TV show, right? They, 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 the flash was a property in which they wanted to make it. Uh, mm-hmm. David S. Goyer, who wrote Batman Begins um, was, was tapped to write, direct and produce uh, a flash mm. in 2004. Uh, he approached Ryan Reynolds to play Wally and have, an older Barry be a supporting role in the movie. Keep in mind that this is before Barry comes back to life in the comics. Like Wally was the flash and a lot of the whole generation's flash. He's my flash. Yeah. He's 100% my flash. So Goyer was influenced by Sam Raimi's Spider-Man and and whatnot. Uh, That sounds cool, man. George Miller was tapped to do justice league immortal and then mm-hmm. cast Adam Brody as the Flash. So they're trying to figure out whether to do the Flash or the Just League movies, which I continues. remember that. I remember that era. Yeah. So then in 2013 is where I consider the start of this Flash's movies conception. 2013. 10 That's years wild. ago. It's been 10 years. Um they were they were trying to do the Justice League movie with Snyder and whatnot. Then um, James Wan was approached to either do Aquaman or The Flash, and he chose Aquaman, which released nice. in 2018. Uh, keep in mind that the Snyderverse movies are also coming out. Phil Lord and Chris Miller were next. They wrote a story treatment, but then they decided to go direct Solo, a Star Wars story, which then mm. they left that as well. So Phil Lord and Chris Miller, then Seth Graham Smith uh, was supposed to take Lord and Miller's treatment, um and that Sorry, did not happen. Back. Yeah. Then Rick Famuyiwa, who is director of Dope, was tapped mm. to play uh to direct 
for a June 2016 to appeal to a younger, hipper crowd. He was the one who brought on Kiersey Clemens as Iris West mm. because of Kiersey Clemens in Dope. Um, nice. He also brought on Billy Crudup, I believe, um, as Henry Allen, who mm. both Kiersey Clemens and Billy Crudup were in the Justice League movie and then brought back for Snyder. Like the Snyder cut is really where they came yeah. Um Then Rick Famuyiwa uh, could not come together creatively with the studio. Um, and so then they, then uh, writer Joby Harold was hired to do a page one rewrite. Joby Harold also worked on Transformers Rise of the Beasts. We covered that mm. in last week's episode. Uh, then Robert Zemeckis and Matthew Vaughn were were contacted. Jesus, both expressed interest in the project, but then had scheduling issues. So we're talking Zemeckis from Back to the Future, which yeah. is a bit on the nose, if you ask me. Yeah, a bit boring, kind of like Ron Howard doing Solo, kind of yeah. a boring choice. But all right, um, R- Sam Raimi, Mark Webb, both of which are Spider-Man directors, again on the nose. Because mm-hmm. they knew what they wanted. And then Jordan Peele turned down offers. Smart. To direct. At that, ben that Affleck, point. Very smart. Ben Affleck turned down the offer to direct the movie. Then it, in 2017, the movie was changed to Flashpoint, the name. Um, they're still doing rewrites. Jeffrey Dean Morgan wanted to come back as Thomas Wayne. Then cool. in 2018, filmmaking duo John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who you might know from Freaks and Geeks, they're the kids, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, at least yeah. one of them is the kid. Um, uh, they entered negotiations to write and direct the film after Zemeckis, uh, uh, that Warner Brothers couldn't wait for Zemeckis to be free. Daly and Goldstein were confirmed as directors in March 2018. Then it, I the that. title reverted to The Flash. Then they left then Ezra and Grant Morrison uh were supposed to rewrite the film to that keep would have been weird. <laughs> Ezra on Ezra was going to leave if that wasn't the case but they decided not to go with that version but still keep Ezra so that would have been a weird movie we? <laughs> Daily and Goldstein then leave after uh, then Andy Muschietti enters negotiations with his sister to produce as well. And that's where we leave it. Andy mm-hmm. Machete is is tapped to direct in 2020. Dang. No, uh, confirmed in November t- 2019. And they started uh, 2020. Anyway, mm. at that point, they schedule the flash to come out in 2022, July 1st, 2022. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. Has meanwhile, been... meanwhile, on the parallel side, Warner bros went through a journey on its own of buying exactly. and selling and mm-hmm. different uh, studios taking over. And they had a whole, like that had to have an impact on some of these changes. And it was, it's just, a, it's just been a mess over there. Um, yes. I also think that they were super desperate and I do yeah. not blame Andy Muschietti for this, um, for this. Somebody, somebody pointed out that if the Flash is so horrible, why is he doing Batman Brave and the Bold? 
And mm -hmm. my personal opinion is that Warner Brothers, James Gunn specifically, knows that it's not Andy Muschietti's fault. And that yeah. if they did not offer him Batman Brave and the Bold, Andy would have had his career ruined. Yeah. His name attached to this product. He is a fairly new director. And that being said, I also don't mm -hmm. know why he, as a new director, was offered a blockbuster project. It happens a lot with certain directors when mm -hmm. other directors have to really fight hard to work their way into blockbuster territory. Sorry anyway, it's all right. I don't think Andy Machete is at fault. And I think that James Gunn knows that. And in order to not ruin Andy's career by other mm -hmm. people's faults, Gunn has offered him Batman Brave and the Bold. And that might not even pan out. I mean, that's just like a right now locked in thing. He might be like, no, I'm actually stepping away from it. I don't want to mess with this at all. You know what I mean? And then seems to happen a lot of DC. Yeah. And so they could just go on with a whole new direction. James Gunn will I just think, write it and direct it himself. I think Andy's, I think Andy's better off doing Batman Brave and Bold. I think he should. Yeah. Because, yeah. Especially if they have a is more very small. His film, yeah. filmography is very small. I was Especially if he can knock it out of the park. I was talking, yeah. I was thinking about this the other day when it comes to the James Gunn universe. And I'm a little, I don't know. Obviously, I'm very in the minority of thinking with James Gunn, but um, with James Gunn taking over, I was fine with that, to be honest with you. But with him writing and directing Superman, that's going to he's going to put his own feel on it. Right. That's that's fine. He's writing and directing it. Mm -hmm. But then everything else kind of has to take that direction as well. I kind of liked more what, what Kevin mm -hmm. Feige was doing and just being very behind the scenes. Right. And just kind of like directing where the he wants everyone wanted to go from from behind the scenes. So. I don't, but in terms of you're shaking your head, you don't think, yeah, with, with James Gunn writing and directing, this is going to set the tone for his universe, though. I, I, uh, I agree and I disagree, right? So, Feige, Feige is not the, um, like he's the creative head, but he also is the admin head. Um, on DC Studio side, the admin is run by Peter Safran and yeah. the creative part is run by James Gunn. Now, I know that when people, pointed out that James Gunn will do it in his own style and blah, blah, blah. And the problem with that, I, I, I agree that he, when he writes and he directs Superman legacy, he will do it his way, but I don't believe that his way mm -hmm. is going to be the same way that he did the suicide squad or guardians. Cause even those two movies, they so have either. similarities, but they are different in, in feel. Um, I think mm -hmm. that James Gunn will do his way not as James Gunn, but as Superman. He will do his way of Superman, but it won't be that he will yeah. do what he did yeah, for The Suicide Squad, but for Superman. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but all, all those movies, like, you, sure, they might have different feels, but they, I mean, they were, I mean, I disagree, I disagree with that. They all felt like James Gunn movies to me. Like, when you, when you watch the Superman, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. And I had no right. problem with that. If he was right. just being the writer director of Superman, mm. totally fine. But he also has input on the rest of the universe right but not on a directorial style like he could he could force andy muschietti to put in um um uh, uh parents just don't understand by fresh prince uh into batman brave and the bold i just came up with that that actually sounds kind of funny with <laughs> damien with yeah, damien sounds, sounds good, man. Yeah. and parents just don't understand anyway the point being is he could force him to do that but i don't think he's going to he's treating the universe as a producer he's treating the film as producer writer director but i don't yeah. think he's going mm -hmm. to force every single movie to then have a 80s soundtrack 
You get what I'm saying? Of course he's not going to do that. No, but just, I guess what I'm getting at is, I don't know. Because Superman is such a prominent figure in this universe. I, I, I get both sides of this and I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm obviously I'm, I'm excited for the new direction. Cause I, I want a yeah, good DC yeah. movie and I want to, yeah. I want something good DC. So I'm willing to keep trying. I really am. So it's hopefully not that I don't he does want it. To do it. Yeah. Hopefully he does it in a way where he, he is trusting his, you know, he's vetting and selecting his creative team on whoever is on what movie and, and is trusting them completely. Yeah. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? why I'm saying, I don't think the Andy Muschietti directorial deal is going to be a bad thing because I think that his job is to make sure he finds the right people for the stuff. I think he, it does make me nervous after watching flash. I, I'm not even going to lie. You know, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree that it's not necessarily his fault, but I would be, I would be lying if I said it does not make me nervous for the first Batman movie in this new universe to be done by the same person that did this. And it I just mean, makes me a little day, nervous. He put he who's willing to put his name on it. So yeah. I mean there I mean obviously you can also talk about the the head of the executives, the head of the studios also being a huge part of that as well, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's his story, man. Like, you know, and it's at the end of the day. Andy Machietti is in a tough position. Yeah, of yeah. course. Personally, For I sure. think he I don't think he should have been offered this thing to begin with. Um, I agree. because I don't think he has a filmography to back it. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um I think that wb was trying very hard they were so desperate they were so desperate oh, yeah mm-hmm. michael while you were gone we went through the rundown of the last 10 years of like yeah. directors and writers coming and going um but at the same time like so i don't think andy can pull what's called like an alan smithy he can't pull his name from the thing and then yeah. put alan smithy as the name of the director um, that's a Hollywood thing where it's like you disavow yourself from your movie, you take your name off of it, you put an Alan Smithy, and like it's no longer yours. You, mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, directors don't really do that anymore, and yeah. he needs it. And his sister is producer on it as well. You know, really, I didn't Brave and the Bold too. Uh, I don't know about that, but mm. on the Flash for Flash, yeah, for sure, I knew that. But I think that's probably part of the contract, and which mm-hmm. I respect. It's like if you sure. come up, you bring your people yeah. with you. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Like if if WB's knocking down my door, desperate for me to take a take a Teen Titan to direct a Teen Titans movie, I'm like, all right, but I've got to bring the uh, Mount Keegmore too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think James part of James Gunn's angle is fresh. Like I think Muschietti's catalog being small is part of the appeal for James Gunn. Fresh yeah. ideas and. Um, you know, new takes on these different properties and and hopefully it works out. I don't know if that's good or bad. I just, I just have that feeling about James Gunn where he likes underdogs. He cares more about relationships with the people around him uh, rather than like doing the tried and true thing. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of unconventional. I guess. Yeah. I, it's also kind of telling. I'm I'm not a huge, to be honest, I'm not a huge James Gunn fan. Uh, I liked yeah. Guardians, but I didn't like, obviously, didn't like Suicide Squad, and I don't like Peacemaker that he's done. Um, when it comes to his superhero stuff, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, I'm gonna say I, this right I, now. I'm still optimistic. I hope that he. I hope that he. Does I hope very, so very too. Well. I hope yeah. that he does very Same. well. I want Michael, him to prove me wrong. I really do. Will you take this bet? Will you Please. take this bet? When Superman Legacy comes out, 
I will give you a hundred bucks and you got to be honest with me. Okay. Of course. Of course. Uh, I will give you a hundred bucks. If you think the movie is less than an eight out of 10. If I think it's less than an eight out of 10. I will be, wi- I'm That's willing unfair. to bet you a hundred dollars that the movie will be an <laughs> eight out of 10 or up eight out of 10 is great. Yeah, no, of course. No, I'm, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. I'm most likely going to like it like that. Oh, like, okay. I, I, I wasn't bang- like, I, I mentioned this before. Like, I think him writing and directing it will be fine. I think it'll be yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, especially with mm-hmm. Superman. Like it's, it, I don't know. It's, is it hard to mess up Superman? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, we're in the Superman, Superman returns, I guess. Right I guess there's Superman you know? returns. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, for James oh, so you, wait, sorry. You're Superman. not taking that then. You're not taking, ah, oh, damn. No, because I yeah, I think it will be fine. I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm more yeah. worried about the direction of the whole universe. Yeah, like, I think like the individual steering movie will the be ship. fine. I, yeah. And especially all, all the resources they're probably going to give him anyways. They're going to give him all the time yeah. in the world. They're going to give him all the money in the world. Right? He's going to have all the every every actor that that he wants. He's going to take his time doing everything. So I have no issue with this the movie Superman Legacy itself. Gonna yeah. be good. and I, not a problem. I think that he's going to try to 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 do something different with that movie because so many people are worried about this ongoing James Gunn theme. I think with the project as big as Superman, he's going to try to really flex his writing and directorial abilities. Hopefully. I mean, this is just me being hopeful. Yeah, no, I, I, so I really hope. All his and I, and, so and I hope that stems into the rest of the universe, you know? Yeah, it's just it, his style. So at least in a lot of the superhero stuff has been very quippy, which worked for those movies. Yeah, but I don't know how well that would do in a big superhero movie, especially jumping off the big, you, you know, mm-hmm. universe. Really, the starting yeah. point, and yeah. that's that's what worries me. But will I think the movie be good? Of course, I think he's going to have all the resources possible. He's a very creative individual. I think he can do it. I want him to prove me wrong. I really do. Right. I want him to. I need this. <laughs> I mean, this. Yeah, well. same. Yeah, I've I need a Teen this- Titans movie. Yes, I, I need a team. Yeah, uh, especially <laughs> after it, tight, the Titans show, it was horrible. I need it, man, it's horrible. I need it. I it was fine. It was fine. It was I liked so it. Yeah, it's not bad. It. It's just, it's, I liked it. It's, it's all right. It's for what it is, right? It's what it is. Yeah. Why do we have to put asterisks on DC movies? I agree with you, sir. I, we, I we always put asterisks. We go like, like, like the Flash. Oh, you know, it's good for a DC movie. You know, it's like, hey, you're you're pretty for an ugly person. Like, what? Why are we doing you, this? I completely. Yeah, agree. I agree. That's what I keep you saying. Know? I want a good DC movie. I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to keep pulling out. Uh, what is it? Uh, my, my, I mean, my, obviously it has this problem too. But like, I uh, all the good like Batman movies yeah. we had, but I'm tired right. of just always going to Batman. Right. Always, always, right? We can. But have they're good trying Batman something movies. new with right. Batman. Batman: Brave and the Bold is a new brave and bold direction. Yeah, but we're gonna have another Batman. Yeah. We're gonna have the Batman Part Two as well. That's right? a different. So but that's a different story. No, like, I know. But what I'm I saying like, is, there's so much already of that. There's yeah, so right. much already of that. And why couldn't we get a Batgirl though? And why, why couldn't we get a Batgirl? You know? Hopefully they do. So. Hopefully, I know they said it. They it, they cannot put it out. Hopefully they do it. Some that was my best somewhere. chance of seeing a live action Nightwing too, like a big yeah. budget movie Nightwing. Because Chris O'Donnell yeah. doesn't count; he wore the suit in the second one, Batman Robin. Yeah, he yes. did. But, but not the name. Nightwing. He was Robin. Yeah, yeah. he was Robin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Uh, 
Let's talk about the bad and the ugly of the Flash. DC fans are we so have been. We have down been. and out right now. It's crazy. It's so we're yeah. so disheartened and so like, please just give us something. Yeah. There's always it an was, asterisk. It's like know? these these movies come out and you get that spark of hope. Yeah. You know, especially with this one because oh, it has been a decade, and then you you have all of these people that saw early screenings talking about how good it was. You have all these huge celebrities like. Again, I hate to keep saying it, but when I when I saw that Tom Cruise saw the, I just can't imagine Tom Cruise sitting in that movie that I saw, <laughs> watching it and being like, "That's the greatest this thing I've ever seen in my life." I'm like, I, "Don't change a I don't thing." Know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these guys are these guys are so intense in like the way they are, and that movie is so silly. I can't imagine yeah. that they're like, "This is it." This is what all superhero movies are, right? I've never seen one before. <laughs> so, like, l- l- let's talk the CGI. The CGI is really bad. Um, yeah, it's the low hanging fruit, but for a reason, it is I mean, bad. It is. It's really like people on YouTube can do the face swap stuff. You know what I mean? Like people on YouTube can do a better job with that, right? Yeah, it was like, Scorpion King, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, bad. It was PS2 faces, like yeah. Yeah, it was. That's what I said. That's what. Yes. What's one of my review remarks? I said that this this movie felt like one of those YouTube videos where they uh, cut together all the cutscenes from a PlayStation Two game, and that's that was the whole movie. I shouldn't oh be God. able to tell who was the real Barry and who was the body double. Like I shouldn't be able to yeah. tell. Yeah. Also, no. I feel really bad about uh, for Sasha Cali or yes, I want to yes. say Kaye, but I think they say Cali, and I don't know whatever yeah. um but sasha i thought for what she did for the role that she had i thought she did great i didn't think it was great it was not like, great but but that's not her fault uh, i'm gonna do it one more time i yeah. promise this is gonna be the last time but i part of the appeal for her being in this movie was that I was going to see Supergirl and Batgirl together at some point. I just had the feeling. Michael Keaton was in both movies. They had yeah. both of these characters in there. I mean, give me some sort of world's finest, some special something. I just had so much hope for it. And Batgirl's canceled. And then we just watched Supergirl get murdered like 15 times. <laughs> and that was essentially her storyline in this uh she has a whole she has a she has a movie length character development she has movie length character development within 10 minutes where she comes to the realization that she is about to go to war with these other kryptonians and she doesn't care about the humans that trapped her but she learns to care about them while also building a relationship with the team because Barry said it, it was like all of this stuff happened in this condensed moment and it just didn't do her character justice uh, only for her to be instantly killed over and over and over, and over again. Yeah. It's just like, I had, that's hard to watch after the fourth time. I was like, I don't, I don't want to see this happen again. Yeah. So according to, according to, you know, sources, uh, there are three different endings filmed for this production. Yeah, there was the yeah. ending with where where the timeline is is that Keaton's Batman is the Batman going forward. 
there that would lead us into let's just say Aquaman, Batgirl, that sort of thing. That the new uh-huh. timeline would be Keaton's Batman in this timeline, running the Justice League, doing his thing. Supergirl would also be there. So there was a one version. It was Keaton's Batman and Callie's Supergirl at the courthouse, which we saw some of the earliest footage is is from that. Would have been cool. Then, yeah. Uh, a second one is Callie's Supergirl, uh, Cavill's Superman, uh, mm-hmm. Godot's Wonder Woman, and Keaton's Batman at the courthouse. So throwing in mm-hmm. Superman and Wonder Woman, and then they burn they burnt that this, bridge a thousand times over. <laughs> this final one with George Clooney, which they kept the best, the best, the, the best choice, obviously. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you you the second ending, you you brought in Henry Cavill again when he was signed on again to be Superman, but then he got let go, right? So they had to change yeah. it again, right? So all this like craziness with with that, so. Yeah, the crapshoot of like the Superman in general with Black Adam just coming out and him being at the end of it. And then you have this yeah. movie and he's like, we just see a CGI GameCube version of him at the beginning and that's it. Oh, yeah. Because we're supposed to get we were supposed to get a Man of Steel 2, right? And I guarantee Superman uh, is going to be in that too going forward. Yeah. And so, but that got yeah. scrapped. So that ending got scrapped. Which means God. part of the reshoots had to have been Part of the reshoots had to have been them saying that Kal-El was dead. Like, that this timeline, Kal-El is dead. Because it wouldn't work. I remember way. seeing the leaked the leaked plot details for this movie a, a year ago. Early 2020. And it this was nothing about Zod or anybody. No story details were out, right? But this entire story was leaked and it was was a crazy story about General Zod being in this Flash movie and killing Kal-El and all this stuff that happened in the movie. And I remember seeing it like this is no way this is true. This just seems like some random Reddit trolling thread. No way it's true. And sure enough, that's the entire movie. (laughs) It's like, I don't understand. The the frustrating part is. Don't understand. you could you could have made Flashpoint no problem, like that's yeah. why I always thought this would be like you you have Wonder Woman you, yeah, have yeah, you could have had that whole thing you could have even if you wanted to switch Superman with with Supergirl that still works right even if you switched uh-huh. um, Thomas with Bruce with Michael Keaton Bruce right that's it still works. all of it still works it yeah. still works you can have you it was right there right Flashpoint it was, was right, right there. there and. You get like small elements of it, but like it's not even yeah. close. Yeah, I don't get it, man. Uh, yeah, I think it it also hurts because of what I liked and then ended up disliking wholeheartedly is their explanation of the multiverse. Now, yeah. at first, I liked it because they said essentially a change to the timeline skews the timeline. It doesn't branch; it skews which I thought was a whole fresh new take on the Mm -hmm. mythology behind the multiverse. Because over on Marvel's end, Loki fucked up the idea of what their multiverse is. Like, Loki fucked that up. Like, Endgame explained it, Loki fucked it up, and now I don't know what the fuck is happening in Marvel. But but their multiverse, because their rules don't make sense. But in this, at least it made sense. That was the rule. The rule was, you go back in time to change anything, it causes retroactive changes into changes the past. everything. Yeah. It changes everything, right? And that's how you get such wild stuff. 
Like Barry can go back into the past and pick up a penny and come and then come back and realize everybody is T-Rexes, right? But now, it clearly but, made it to where you cannot fix the timeline, though. It's not only fix because, the timeline, you shouldn't be able to interact with it at all because everything yeah. would have an effect. Yeah, because he goes back and he sets the, you know, he fixes it, quote unquote, with the, you know, the tomatoes. But he goes back to his regular time and it's not fixed. It's kind of. It's not been but it's right. changed. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the footage where his dad was looking down, now his dad's looking up. So it's like you once you make a change it's permanent in a sense as in you that's gone whatever was is gone now the only way to go back to the original thing is he goes back puts the tomato can on the bottom the shelf that it was originally exactly doesn't look up at the camera he is still in prison yeah that's the only way to set it back yeah but then you have to keep maybe everything you've done exactly exactly because then he talked to his mom and so talking to his mom was different because his mom never had that conversation in the original timeline. Right. So maybe she goes home a little later and then reverse flash doesn't, doesn't yeah. catch her at home, you know, well, or whoever a, murdered her, the random murderer that <laughs> happened to be walking around the neighborhood in the middle of the day. There's a science fiction <laughs> sort of comprehension of the butterfly effect, which uh-huh. we're all well-versed in now, right? Uh-huh. It, like for decades it's the butterfly effect it's it's if yeah. you, this thing happens then this thing doesn't happen then yeah, this thing i saw happens, the action kutcher movie right i'm pretty i'm pretty yeah. it all started yeah. the action kutcher movie yeah. <laughs> but we've we've grasped, we've grasped the concept of that what we haven't uh-huh. grasped and it seems fantastical and nonsensical this is part of the nonsense is butterfly effect into the past because that doesn't it does there's no rules for that what yeah, you that do weird. it was what, weird there's no rules so anything can just happen he could he could go and turn the tomatoes to peaches and then suddenly everybody's underwater like and everybody has gills like it there's no rhyme nor reason for any of that to take place so whereas i thought they explained it really well in the beginning Uh the fact is like any traveling to the past causes ripples yeah and it's like in some 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 properties, well, uh, fictional properties, you have, uh, it seems separate. You have multiverse stuff, yes, which is a different thing than time travel. But in this, it seems like they just smashed them together. And it's like, this is it. Time travel is also multiversal stuff. It's the cause of it. Right. And I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not real. So it doesn't really matter. But it's just, it's interesting yeah. because... It doesn't, they don't really try to explain it other than like, hey, this is just how it is now. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the thing that like, we know it's not real, but it has to make sense yeah. for us to comprehend. For example, for sure. Um, did you guys ever see it's called About Time? It's about a, it, it's, yeah. Rachel McAdams and, oh, yes. Domino Gleason. Yeah. Right? Domino Gleason. And Bill, and Bill Nye. And Bill Nye. Yep. So yeah, yeah. in that movie, anytime, Donald Gleason goes in the past, he does affect the future, right? But if he affects mm-hmm. anything before the birth of his kid, it means the kid is no longer born because, or the kid is a different kid because that's yeah. just the way the timeline works is like your, the genes that made us happened at the point of conception at that time. It was that one sperm, that one egg, and any different yeah. sperm would have created a different baby. Like that's just. Yeah. You know, it's it's a dice roll, but that is just how it is. So you affect the timeline enough, 
you're not even if you affect it before your child is born, you can't do that, right? So and like that every, made sense. So every everything is a dice roll, right? You can when you change something, everything's a dice roll, and then when you come yeah. back, I mean, some things rolled the same, but some things might have rolled differently. Not not necessarily. For example, like like me at my age, if you go ten years into the past and you change something ten years in the past, it doesn't affect me being born because I was born more than ten years ago. Yeah, no, I'm talking about everything. I'm not just talking about being no, no, yeah, yeah, born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm trying to say is, if you go before someone's born and you affect the timeline, that birth might not ever even happen. Who knows? Yeah, you know. Um, but these are the types of things that we get in science fiction, like time travel, and like the con- we have to be able to comprehend it. But this movie was nonsense because you can't comprehend what goes on in the past. <laughs> yeah, you just have to trust that, like wacky things. George Clooney is now Batman. But it I doesn't also, follow a rhyme or a reason. Yeah, I also saw a um, a someone complaining about the movie too. When and they, they were a little bit, they were younger. Um, I I don't know how old, but they seemed very younger. They, they were confused by all the cameos, and it got me thinking. I was like, yeah, they're they're all older cameos. Like they're all. I mean, Christopher yeah. Reeves. They have the you have the forties Batman uh, Superman. Like you have uh, um, Batman sixty six, right? Nick yeah. Cage Superman, which never the deep yeah, yeah, the, the deep 90s. cut yeah the deep cut yeah. Nicholas Cage thing was like. And, and then Clooney, like you had no like mainstream, like most current cameos because in there. Like we, 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 didn't did. ha- we didn't have Christian Bale, Batman. We didn't have any of the like, Titans or Doom Patrol, right? CW, or Frank Gustin. Yeah, so yeah. The CW Crisis did that, though. That's the thing. They used Smallville. They used Burt Ward. They used yeah. like that was the CW. So they did like, it better. Yeah, they did it better. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. did it better. Even yeah, though it's flawed, better. heavily flawed, you know, heavily flawed. But man, I remember watching that, remember watching that, that TW crossover, and I was like, "Damn, this is cool, man!" <laughs> Especially this, the small little one. Yeah, that was yeah, really it was so good. But Lois, yeah, too, yeah it's good. So good. Um, again, flawed. but that's the that's reason why they didn't saying. do it. They didn't do it because they did it for CW. That seems like a silly yeah, reason. They man. had a budget. They can easily put that in. They own all that. They don't need to ask permission anymore, especially because they CGI yeah, yeah. everyone anyways. So they don't need to ask permission. Yeah, they, just, they, ha- they, they definitely the didn't ask permission. If they had George Reeves in there, they didn't ask. Yeah, for yeah. Any let's permission talk about how they fucked up. They wanted. It was fucked up because <laughs> I didn't know this that George Reeves tried to separate himself from Superman and he killed himself. That's- that's why he killed himself, yeah, because his career was uh, never the same after Superman. And so, yeah. and he didn't even is, do a ton of Superman. No, but he he would not have okayed his likeness. No, but then WB owns you in death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he doesn't have he doesn't have any family either that could have okayed that. So it's, they were just like, well, I guess it's free game. No one's alive to dispute it, that's, which that's is wild crazy, and man. Fucked up. Like you can make an yeah. argument that maybe Christopher yeah, Reeve and his family could have okayed Christopher Reeve, you know. Sure. But the George, yeah. uh, George Reeves, and of course Nick George Cage would have okayed right? it. Of course, yeah, yeah. And Nicholas Cage is alive. Yeah, Nick Cage is there. You know, but <laughs> but also not only is it weird to bring back the dead through CGI and bad CGI, nonetheless. It was really bad CGI. Uh, it was bad. The George, the George Reeve thing is fucked up. The Christopher Reeve but, thing can see. be argued against. The George Reeve thing yeah. is fucked up. And You're not giving me like an explanation and the, though. Like, the oh, movie... What's up? Why wouldn't they throw in more modern 
more yeah. modern cameo. Oh no! Right? Oh, you're still on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, right. Brandon Routh still yeah, on. I agree with you. They could have <laughs> thrown in you. like yes, Christian Bale Batman could have thrown that in there. Yeah, uh, Eddie, Christian Bale would not okay that. Yeah. He, he owns that. I'm not Pattinson even sure if he owns. Throw that in there. Teen Titan, the, the Titan Show, Doom Patrol, any of the CW shows. It doesn't even need to be CW Flash. Throw in Green Arrow. I don't care. Like. <laughs> And they have Maybe. so many other characters. They could have did an offhanded live action Bat- Batman Beyond. It could have been like a one-off thing just to be like, holy crap, that's a live action yeah, Batman Beyond. I maybe would have been nuts. Was, that would have been cooler than <laughs> I maybe it was because they wanted projects that will they will never go back to. Could it be that? Yeah. Christian Bale, you know what I mean? I'll never go back to that. No, I I think mm-hmm. there is there's a possibility that an Anne Hathaway Catwoman could pop up in the multiverse in something. Oh, do you know not what I mean? do that to me, Michael Caine. Michael Caine, <laughs> Alfred. Michael Caine, Alfred. I'm just saying oh that I believe the George Reeves, the Christopher Reeves universe, those two universes, the Nicolas Cage one, are dead, and they will sure. never be visited. Where's Chris O'Donnell, man? I know where's Chris O'Donnell. I mean, yeah, and Adam West was in there too. Right? Chris O'Donnell's Adam Robin. West. Yeah. Adam West, I don't think they'll ever revisit uh, that, right? Like maybe that was the purpose. Uh, another thing These about are dead project. Another thing about um, dead time. Another thing about the George George Reeves thing is that the movie was released on the anniversary of his death. So he killed himself on June sixteenth, nineteen fifty nine, and that's when the movie came out with this unsolicited cameo. So it was just like this cluster of what is going on. And they I was, just, I guess they just didn't think it through, man. I was confused about one of those, though. We obviously we saw Jay Garrick Flash, right? We saw Jay Garrick Flash in there, and he yes. was also in a time bubble. Was he also screwing with time? Like, that's yeah. What? Yeah, you're right. What was he so doing? Weird. He was also running in a time bubble. He's the he was only also other Flash yeah. crazy. running in a time bubble. Was he affecting and there the was a... too? Some people were saying that it was the guy that played Jay Garrick in the CW Flash, but then that guy was like, "No, nah, it wasn't me, man. I wasn't there. I think I would have known if I got a paycheck." <laughs> and then some people, that. some people were saying it was a de-aged Wesley Ship, but they was like, "No, it wasn't no. me." Apparently, they AI generated just g- generic a guy, guy. <laughs> generic guy face. But yeah, they why throw God, Jay Garrick at all? Like, why? And then especially like why? that, like it confused the hell out of me because I was like, "Oh, he's because in the same it would have been cooler." Level. To put Wesley Ship in there. Yeah. But again, they can come back to John Wesley Ship. That's the thing. I think that like these yeah. are all universes that they will never. I mean, those universes should have died. Like, but they healed at the yeah. end. They healed. Which is weird. Yeah, that's weird. Which is weird. So Which we're going to get that Nicolas Cage movie, <laughs> Nicolas Cage Superman Spider Monster. The Nicolas movie. Cage thing makes no sense to anyone who doesn't know. Like, it would, it makes no sense why Nicolas Cage a well-known actor, why his face is on Superman. That is the wildest thing because understandably, we know the history behind Superman lives, but... It was cool for me, but I agree. Yeah, (laughs) But it makes no sense That's what I was getting at. The guy that I was listening to was complaining about that because he's young. He's like, I don't understand where any of these characters... Yeah. yeah, why I the fuck? It. Why the it. fuck is Nicolas Cage Superman fighting a giant spider? What is this? Yeah. Nicholas yeah. Cage, long-haired, de-aged Nicholas Cage. You know? Yeah, everyone in God, there. It was a so lot great. of people don't know who any of those people we saw were. It just Yeah, Helen Slater's Supergirl. If you wanted to people yeah. connect to this movie, they would bring some other people in, right? Like, have those. They, I'm not saying they take, cut some cameos. 
Yeah. What were the they cut some cameos too. Yeah. Uh, Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. They cut her. Oh. And Mar- Marlon Brando's Jor-El. And Cesar Romero's Joker. Okay. They cut. They cut those. Are they all dead? Not Are saying that those would be Romero any dead? cooler. Yeah. I believe so. Okay. Marlon Brando. Linda Carter's alive. Linda Carter's. Alive. Linda Carter's still alive. And not that they would add any gravitas gravitas to the end of that, but I don't know, man. Just take George Reeves out of there and put any of those other characters. Yeah, in no there. joke. Like, That's what so are you crazy. gonna have? Shaq Steel? Oh my God! They should have had Shaq Steel. Now that would have been cool, and I know some people. Obviously, that's not a bad movie, but I loved that movie when I was a kid, so that would have been cool to see. <laughs> but they're they're also not not having bad movies. George Clooney's Batman and Robin is yeah. is derided. So, like, but can you yeah. imagine have Jonah Hex in there either, or Constantine? Why wouldn't they have, have been cool Jonah, Jonah Hex? Like, that right. would have been, been cool. cool though to have Shaq Steel finally meet Christopher Reeve. That'd be cool. Christopher Reeve's. It looks. It looked like a video game, man. It, looked, it was yeah, so it I, just. I hated it, man. I All love it, man. Here's Superman. the thing, though. I hated it. The director and you know the fans are saying that the CGI was supposed to look that way, but they're the director was, was not talking about that thing. The director was talking about the speed force, the swimming in the orange kind of flash. Type. I thought that was That's, perfect. So there, no, yeah, there's it. no complaint. Yeah, I have no, no complaint. complaint over the CGI of that, but when you see the Flash running through the battlefield, he turns into this little sprite that, like a video game <laughs> mm-hmm. sprite yeah. that just yeah. runs around. Oh, or, or, or the the faces that we've said are bad, right? Um, like that's yeah. The problem isn't the speed, the the aesthetic for the Speed Force uh, moving around yeah. at super speed. Um, and one can make an argument that the Force bowl? What did he call it? The speed yeah. bowl? Whatever speed, that was, yeah. That when he's in the ball and it's this like diorama of your life. Mm-hmm. So which is a cool concept. I liked that. I just that's an aesthetic like, at least that has to be intentional. I didn't like right. Yeah, I didn't like looking at it. No, it was yeah. a, a cool idea. I just was like, mm, this is too fun. uncanny valley because he, you know what these people look like in real life. <laughs> So it's it's right. hard to see this like CGI version of them with these like wax body figures. It was just so hard to. It was like wax, like wax. Yeah, figures. It, was, it was just hard to watch. And again, because we know what these people look like in real life. Yeah. And I get it. I it's hard. We don't. We're, we're not completely there yet. I not guess. Saying it's easy. Technology was. I like. I totally. Yeah. Understand we are there technology wise. But why it take, do it? It takes time. Sure. Art takes time. Flash had plenty of time. Takes like takes like ten years, I think. Flash yeah, had but, plenty of time, but it also takes the money and and yeah. But it had time because it had rewrites and reshoots and just everything. Yeah. But it doesn't mean like the final product had time, you know. But what the but but what if you take all of the kaleidoscope and all of the cameos? I think it it would service the movie better if you take all of that out. Like if you take all of the random cameos at the end with yeah, like true. all of the supermen, you take all of that out. You so you're you're losing the negative points from the uncanny valley. And you, I mean you have to obviously do another rewrite and change the ending, but all of that stuff was like a fan service, not done well. So why do it? 
Right. That, that's just where I'm at. It's like, why do it? Do just take it out. Do it, it was well. bad. Yeah. And yeah, but that, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, Demetri. I, I understand that you know it take, that process takes time. I I completely understand and that money. and acknowledge yes. that and money. They can find money if they want to. That's that's, that's, that's what I'm, I'm going with. Like, if they wanted to do it, why didn't they just do it right? Right. Yeah. They could have cut that part out. Also, why did they show like the multiverse hinges on Superman? But like, Superman was dead in this universe. Supergirl yeah. was alive and then would die. So that was my the- thing. It was like I would have. It would have been way cooler to see multiple versions of Flash. The Flash, because it's a Flash movie. I don't know why we have ten super. Why are we even talking about Superman right now? Also, the Batman. I just I could not Batman put it together. Six version didn't have a Superman, so. No, I don't. Weird, man. Yeah, see, because like, I've always thought like, I would love to see a crossover of the '90s properties. I would love to see a Shaq, a, a Shaq Steel, and a Dean Cain Superman, and a Michael Keaton, uh, uh, Batman, mm, and um, like, no, I don't know about Dean Cain. Michael- I'm not. I just, I just don't like Dean Cain. I would rather, I would rather see a Christopher Reeves, Michael Keaton crossover. I know that's a different era, sort of, but yeah. I would much Reeve rather see that. Adam West link up more yeah. to me, just being old, older school, you know. But okay. Whatever. The point being is, oh, see a is terrible. Like, <laughs> I know Dean is terrible. I know. I know. I'm not a. I'm not a, a fan. I'm just saying. Yeah. Time. Timeline wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which I guess is kind of uh hypocritical because hypocritical because we're talking about the full <laughs> the Flash movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just shit on shit on shit, and that's the yeah. Problem. I'm just disappointed. Like, I think that's what it is. It's just. I I'm was just very disappointed. Like I said, I'm just disappointed. The, the, the bad far, far, far outweighs any good that I got from this movie. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of it had to do with the overhype for me too. I always try to go in even. I mm. stop watching, like I don't watch like second or third trailers or like all mm-hmm. the clips that come out like a week before. I, I yeah, usually try to second cut everything or third off. trailers are a problem. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna try to go in fresh. But everyone was saying how awesome this movie was. Literally taglines on a lot of them, best superhero movie ever. Yeah, fantastic! I love that. Just wild. DC movie like, is you, on top right now. I love. How do you that. even do that anymore? How do you how do you even do that anymore with uh, so many superhero movies out and everyone has a different opinion? How do you do? How do you say this is the greatest superhero movie of all time? Exactly, it's crazy. Exactly. It threw. It's. I let myself get excited and. Yeah, I did too. I was. I. It was bizarre, man. The media hype around it. I still to this day think it's weird that people are still saying it after having seen it. There's yeah, a guy that exactly. I followed that saw it yeah. three times and I'm like, I would never see this movie three, three times in theaters. No, I, I had bought Again. tickets for it. And, but then I got a special free screening like a couple days before it came out. I mm-hmm. watched the free screening and then returned my ticket. For the next, <laughs> I didn't need to see it again. I'll wait to stream it. I have Max. I'll just yeah. wait to stream it if I want to see it again. I didn't want to yeah. pay for it yeah. again. Cause at least I paid for it not knowing. And now I know like, I don't want to spend my money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, as we close this episode up, what do we, what are some quick thoughts about how we see, let's just say the Flash going forward, the Flash as a character um, in any medium? Because again, I'm a fan of the comics. People out there need to go read the comics, find a comic shop near you, comicshoplocator.com, read some Flash comics. They're really good. They're really good. They've, they've mm-hmm. started, they they've really gotten good. back to being good from Infinite Frontier. Excuse me, Infinite Frontier mm-hmm. onwards, I think. With Wally taking over? With Wally taking. 
taking back over because Barry to I me is not that interesting. Yes, you know, always well, much better. That's unbiased. Uh, I'll, I'll help. Always well, my flash. So there you go. Unbiased. Yeah. Same. Same. But uh, uh, I really, I really CW hope that's the direction. Over. Live action. The CW yeah. shows over. This movie, I don't know. Like, what's what's happening here? What's the future for for the Flash? I think live action. I hope. I hope that they do that old idea of like Barry Allen being more of a gold in this universe. Superheroes have existed for for as long as anyone can remember. It doesn't have yeah. to be like the start of superheroes at the start of this universe, right? No. So Barry Allen is a golden age hero. He's older, and Wally West is the Flash. You know, Silver Age. Can't, yeah. Can't forget about Jay. Yeah, and so. Yeah he's he's that older character i mean maybe they don't do jay garrick though maybe it's you know they don't i think they, they i think they'll eventually do a justice society thing i mean they tried god, to do i hope it so Black i don't Adam. think they will but i god i hope so <sighs> james gunn like they were, james gunn they were trying they were trying they tried, the, they tried really the rock johnson was trying man <laughs> it was so close we're so close oh god oh, james, james got james gunn will bring bring in some of the hope i love the justice society i love and the he'll JJ. make them cool again so he'll make them cool again. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's teased Mr. Terrific. So, and I don't know if he'll go old school, old school. With Michael? Jay, no. say like, Fair like play? origin story. Terry yeah, Sloan? Terry oh, Sloan, God, Mr. No. Terrific? No. So, hopefully, like I said, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully that history just exists in the universe and they can reference it. You know what I mean? Rather yeah. than having to origin story out every single character and that we get introduced to. Yeah. It's easy though to build. Okay, I'm 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 gonna say it. This sounds okay. Whatever. I think it's easy to build the DC universe in the thick of things. You can just say that there have been special people throughout history. Mm-hmm. In World War II, yeah. the government had a team. Like we we, we don't need yeah. to know much more than that. We need to know that like, but but they've lived in secret for a long time. Some have been uh, public and some have been private and. But the real big age of heroes started with Superman going public in Metropolis. That's easy. Yeah. That's easy. Like, yeah, I agree. That doesn't take much explanation. All and it leaves it open for werewolves and monsters and Nazi robots. Mm-hmm. And like that, that all doesn't you don't need to say that they exist right yeah. now. But if you want to get to it, you can get to it. And the cool thing about Batman is Batman sort of always exists. He's a myth in his you know, in his city. So people don't even think he's real. And he answers sort of that. And then that's what they're doing in the Sean Gordon Murphy universe. But he sort of answers that response to Superman going public. And yeah. I don't know. It's, I, I, it's, it's I hard agree. with Batman and Superman, though, because they've existed longer, yeah. right? And then the golden, they're Golden yeah. Age heroes, too. <laughs> they just yeah, they are. Yeah. the popularity longer, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's hard to start them right in the middle, in my opinion. But you can. No, I completely agree. Yes, I think they should. Yeah. It's just frustrating because they have all this great actual written material with the comics. And it, don't, it mm-hmm. doesn't have to go, like I said at the beginning of this episode, I don't need it to go one for one. You don't need no. to be exactly yeah. that. It shouldn't be. It's a completely different medium. Be. But there should be this essence of it. You should know where it comes from. You should have these amazing stories just right there. You can you can adapt them. You can mm-hmm. make them your own just without going crazy with it, I guess. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It seems like it's just a missed opportunity with all this stuff. That's the thing about being a DC fan. There's always been so much potential, but this roller coaster of, for you know, this isn't just me tucking out my ass. Warner Brothers would often step in on DC product projects yeah. 
and that's the thing yeah. there was a disconnect between warner brothers and dc and that's always been yeah 1000 percent since day one yeah you know? i would argue that dc has more potential superhero wise story wise and just like the the I, I, I was talking to michael earlier and the the heart of their superheroes way more potential than marvel had and so it, for me it's wild that marvel has been so wildly successful sort of with scraps compared to dc having all of these characters and not figuring out what to do with them yes yeah. it's, it's always been so bizarre to me yeah um i i think i think in in fate in my theory is that in phase one gods and monsters of the dc universe that there will be a wally west or a barry allen and if it's Barry Allen, it's a recast Barry Allen, and it will not be linked to Ezra Miller's Barry. It you think not, so? Yeah. I think there will be an appearance by uh, a Flash, not of the Ezra Miller timeline, uh, in Phase One: Gods and Monsters. Ezra's obviously met with James Gunn, though. You talked about him on the red on the red carpet. Yeah, I think that's 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 um, what's it called? Uh, uh, uh. uh Disaster, uh, no, what's the word? It's managing, there's he's managing him, disaster relief, kind of? whatever. Like, the point being is that, like, like damage control, damage control. Thank you. Yes, it's damage control. That's what it is. What, yeah, why, why, why would, why would James Gunn need to do that though? Because the Flash movie still needs to come out and make money, they cannot yeah. disavow Ezra and legally, they, they can't, there would be slander, libel, whatever. There are so many problems if they say one thing bad about Ezra. Ezra finishes their job yeah. in this movie and they move on without him, without saying anything bad about him. They will say, we're just going in a new direction. Or they'll say, in a multiverse of DC timelines, this is a new universe. They'll say something like that. God, I hope they, I they, hope they just disassociate they with the multiverse yeah, for Dimitri, a little while. I, again, I keep... I'm very pessimistic about it, but I always hope I'm wrong. I truly do. I'm not one of the people that yeah. want to be right all the time with this stuff. I hope you're right. I really do. I don't, I, I to be honest, I don't see it happening. Yeah. I think they might use Ezra Miller again, but I hope I'm oh, wrong. I really, I really do. Yeah. I really hope I'm wrong. I, I think with the this horrible release of this movie, with everything going on, there's a reason why Andy Muschietti isn't getting tapped to do a new Flash movie that takes place in this new timeline. <laughs> They're going to put the Flash on ice and when, like, as a character or whatever, as a movie character. And when they do thaw uh, the Flash out, it will not be Ezra Miller. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why I think they're going to go with with a wall. There's no Ezra Miller redemption. Completely. No, I'm I'm not looking for an Ezra Miller redemption arc. You don't think there will be an Ezra Miller as Barry leading into a new Wally? No. Him Uh, literally handing it over. I think Lex. Them literally handing it over. I think Lex. Uh, what Lex may have been saying is that like you Sorry, just have I an older Barry, an older Barry, and you introduce Wally as the main character. Mm-hmm. The like comics the have Wally as the yeah. main character now. The yes, Wallys are uh, the comics right now are phasing out Barry because mm-hmm. he's, he's, yeah, he's boring. Yeah, he's boring. Wally does <laughs> much better. Wally does much better. He's boring. Yeah, yeah. I mean that in that Flash eight hundred, that was the probably the best. Barry's story I've read in a while, man. Did you yeah, I, mean, with I, agree with that. I agree with that too. Yeah, yeah. I finished it. But yeah. um also from that was the Just League cartoon. That was Wally. Fantastic. 
It was right? Wally. Like, yeah. Super easy to do. Yeah. Wally is just yeah. the better Flash. And He's we also got nine says, seasons. Man. We got nine seasons of Barry on the CW Flash. Like, yeah. It's 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 going to be a yeah. Wally era going forth. Quote me on this. It's it a, has to Wally, be. You know, a lot of times Wally. when you see, you see, you'll see the push from comic books uh, synergistically have an effect. And there has been a huge push for Wally just because it, the fans have, for years, have constantly said, hey, this is the flesh we like. Yeah. And then they're starting to see like, oh, yeah, they actually Stilly. do like him. They're, buy, they're buying books. <laughs> Silly <laughs> Jeff Johns is bringing back Barry. Golly. Yeah. Jeff Johns bringing back Hal and Barry. And Hal both and them, Barry. Yeah. Both of them should have stayed dead. Yeah. yeah, I like Hal Hal more than regular Hal. Hal Rainer Wally West is the perfect, perfect pair, man. Or even John Stewart Wally West. Like, yeah, John Stewart's good too. You know, they're better. Even Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner is a. I love love Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner is a better. I like uh, Guy Gardner on his own, kicking ass in space. Uh, He's just so silly. He fits. He fits in a James Gunn. If you go into the James Gunn traditional world. Guy Gardner is yeah. If you told perfect, me that James perfect. Gunn was going to direct a Justice League International, I would have been like, hell yes! Oh yeah! Oh my oh, God! Man. Let's go! Just wait in time. Oh, I would fa- I would faint. Yeah, <laughs> I would faint. Would that would be awesome. That fits his yeah, style. Awesome. Batman yeah, just that would be freaking smashing Guy Gardner's jaw, and he passes out in front of everybody, and Shazam's like, oh my God! Oh. Like, uh, I would faint. Would, that would be that would be. Perfect. It would. I don't think it'll be this. I think it'll be what they do in movies now. It's. It's that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he like guy would be like blah 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 and then Batman would go boom <laughs> and then just walks out of the room. Oh that's so, god, that that would be perfect. so good. Oh now I'm excited for something that's never going to happen. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I mean it Young Justice so perfect. the cartoon did guy really really well. Yeah, he was great. He was, in that. Anno- he was like annoying in that one. He, yeah. But he's yeah, anno- yeah. but he well, always because, is annoying. Yeah. Where's he, he from? He's from Maine or something. Where's he from? Uh, I always think of him as a Boston bro, but he's not a Boston bro. But I always think of him as a Boston bro. He's definitely East Coast. Yeah, Kyle Rainer is my favorite. Kyle Rainer is my favorite Green Lantern. I, to be honest, I liked him when he was a oh Kyle or guy. Kyle Rainer is my favorite Green Lantern. Oh Kyle Rainer, yes, I love Kyle Rainer. Yeah, he's my my Green Lantern too. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore. He's from Baltimore. Makes sense. Guy is. (laughs) <laughs> makes sense baltimore is terrible sorry if, if you're listening <laughs> baltimore. i always it's think terrible. of him as a as a boston bro but uh, yeah that's fine that's fine too um i want to thank you guys so much for coming on this episode and talking with me um and the audience about uh the flash i want to thank the audience out there brent uh t3 media studios out there uh anyone else out there watching and or listening um before we get going michael tell me uh, where we can find you online what do you got coming up anything you want to plug um nothing crazy uh tiktok's my my biggest thing uh for the love of comics uh i'm on all the other social medias too and you can find links on my tiktok um nothing crazy i guess you know there'll be stuff coming up so jump on if you're looking for new you know news on new comics every week i know mm-hmm. i mean Lex probably does it better anyway so i'd go over to him but uh yeah new comic recommendations and funny videos and just trying to build a really nice welcoming open community as well yeah. so just look at what you do uh dimitri that's very very important to me so if you like just talking about your characters even things you don't like about it in this in a space that we can all just have fun with it that's kind of what i'm trying to do 
Yeah. Uh, there are too many haters out there, and I have to try real hard not to be one, but I don't feel mm -hmm. like my essence is a hater, even if there are things that I dislike. Uh, if people had yeah. fun with this movie, the people had fun, and I'm glad that they yeah. had fun. And I would say, um, if you like The Flash, uh, uh, there are a lot of really cool Flash things out there. You know, mm -hmm. um, maybe the CW Flash isn't for you, but if you like this movie, uh, check out the comic books. Comicshoplocator.com yeah. to find a comic shop near you. Find um, if you have There's questions, a cool if you listen to this and you have questions, feel free to reach out to me or Michael or Lex or at, like ask us about um, like where to start with Flash comics because um, there's been yeah, some if, really really easy jumping on points recently. Yeah, if you like mm -hmm. this movie, there's a prequel comic that explained where he got all these like how he used his powers, like oh. uh, which I really like. Was a cool comic. You can, if you like this movie, Flash, there's a comic that goes along with it, and you should find yeah. it. Yeah, the goal is we share in our love, right? Share in our love of comics, no matter what we're into. The fact yep. is we can all get together and talk comics and that's like really awesome. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for, for coming thank on you. the show. Um, Lex, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Um, At Wednesday Poll, everywhere. All the social media stuff. We have uh, our review for The Flash. It was very similar to this one, except my co-host Simon is uh, more like deadpan mean than I am. So I'm like the straight man. And <laughs> yeah. so it's uh, it's it's a funny dynamic. So that comes out on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, that's it. We got the show coming out. Trying to get back on TikTok. Just trying to crawl back over to it. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, so yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Okay, for sure, for sure. Uh, both of you guys have to come down to uh, Southern California at some point. So, yeah, you know, that needs to happen soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, for anyone out there watching, you were watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, if you're listening to us, uh, but not watching us, you're listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Um, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Keeg Show. If you want to give back to the Keeg, you find a subscription tier that works for you. That's within your, you know, uh, what you want to give as low as $5, um, uh, a month, you know, and pretty much helps us advertise and try to get a larger audience base for this show. Um, other than that, you can find us on social media, TikTok and Instagram are two biggest ones at the Keeg Show. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at the Keeg Show slash the Keeg Show. Um, but TikTok and Instagram at the Keeg Show, those are our biggest uh, social media platforms. Definitely follow us there. If you're listening to us or watching us, like, comment, subscribe, do your thing. Let us know you're out there because sometimes you guys listen to the podcast. We don't know who you are, where you're from, what your name is, but just know we as long as we love you. I don't know. I was trying to make that work. Back to your boys. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, but let us know you're out there. Write a review. Do, do your thing, you know? Um, um, we love having you out there. Other than that, uh, this show specifically is the Keeg Talks, and it's every weekend. Uh, next week, we will be talking about pride in comics. So LGBTQ plus representation in comic books, uh, because it is Pride Month, and Pride Month is ending. But the pride continues. So... Definitely um, um, stay tuned. That'll be on Saturday, I believe the 24th or so. Um, we also have the Secret Invasion after show that starts up this Wednesday. Um, so it'll be every Wednesday night for six weeks uh, while we watch the Secret Invasion show on uh, Disney Plus and we talk about each episode. And then there's also Comic Talk every Thursday where we talk about that week's new releases of comics. So if any of that sounds good to you, check 
without what we got to offer. Uh, that's pretty much the gist of things. Uh, thank you once again, Michael. Thank you, Lex, so much for coming out, spending time on a Sunday night, talking about all this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you, everybody out there for watching. Once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the Key Talks, The Flash. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.